0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Autism Uprooted podcast series with BioNexus Health. I'm your host, Dr. Jodi Shore, And uh, today we will be traveling all the way to Pakistan and speaking with a physician mom who has agreed to share the journey of her son's recovery from autism spectrum disorder. He's well on his way. His progress has been spectacular, and I'm uh, really happy that uh, Dr. Pakiza has agreed to uh, chronicle and share uh, his journey with us today. So let's welcome uh, Pakiza to today's podcast.
1: Welcome to the BioNexus Health Podcast with Dr. Jodi A. Dashaw, who holds a PhD in integrative medicine, is board certified in integrative pediatrics, an internationally recognized pioneering clinician and author. And now here's your host of BioNexus Health Podcast, Dr. Jodie A. Dashaw. Dr.
0: Parkiza, welcome to BioNexus Podcast. So glad you're here.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much, Dr. Jodi. Player is all mine. Thank you.
0: Uh, good to see you smiling. And, uh, you know, right on that note, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about your child's progress. Um, how did you find BioNexus? You know, uh, what made you uh, actually decide to go for the all natural herbal protocol?
1: Um, it's actually a very long story. Okay. Uh, start. Yeah, starting from my pregnancy and all the antenatal period, um, I didn't uh, know that I had mold exposure during my antenatal period. And, um, and uh, after that, uh, after giving birth to Ahmad, he was, um, we were trying biomedical treatment for like uh, two and a half years before uh, reaching you. And, before that, um, the conventional biomedicine was not helping him. Uh, um, like it was not helpful for Ahmed. Okay. Um, we were, uh, you know, he had multiple issues. Like he was diagnosed at the age of two point four years uh, with social communication disorder and um, like a borderline autism. Uh, but you know. When uh, we, uh, when he reached age three, uh, we got the lab tests done and everything, and there was high level of lead, lead in his blood Mm -hmm. Um, relation done, we got a with calcium EDTA at that point of time. Uh, for like one, uh, one year, one whole year, but, um, and I just uh, tried biomedicine for like, in total for two and a half conventional biomedical treatment for like two and a half years. Um, And uh, uh, Once I was, you know, uh, getting him chelated with calcium EDTA, uh, everything was uh, going all right, but uh, I couldn't see a much marked improvement in his, Mm -hmm. you know, behavior or his cognition, especially. Um, After a few rounds of chelation, um, there was um, speech. Uh, I must say, there was, uh, his speech came, but that was not coherent, and um, like uh, it it was not in sentences and not in phrases. One word uh, vocabulary was there. Um, After a while, uh, um, there was a plateau. Mm -hmm. His gut health was deteriorated at that time, like anything. Initially at the age of two years he had constipation uh, and then after chelation and um, there was I think the gut dysbiosis worsened. Uh, at the age of three years uh, he had severe diarrhea with uh, literally foul smelling stools and um, you know undigested food particles and uh, his like his bowel habits were very disturbed, his eating. um, uh, He was very picky eater at that time. And he had aversion with every medicine at that point of time. Uh And actually I'm a very patient um, by nature. Like I just give a certain amount of time to, you know, certain type of treatment. So I, uh, I decided to stick on to it and give it a try for a while. So I continued my journey with chelation and everything. But uh, at, uh, you know, um, but then after like one and a half, one to one and a half year, I um, I heard many, you know, many moms in my community, uh, you know, um, advocating bio, uh, like naturopathy and um, uh, herbal uh, medicines. And I thought, why shouldn't I give it a try? Because, you know, mother nature has cure to everything. You know, we just believe in deep inside, we believe that but you know as a doctor and as you know a uh, general practitioner we just stick to allopathy and everything so i uh, wanted to give it to a, give it a try uh, desperately i wanted to give it a try so um and before uh, our appointment you know uh, in in january in december 2020 ahmed had my son ahmed had an episode of right leg limp and um um, and do you remember that i um, um, i i was late in uh, delivering the history to you as well because i was uh, constantly rushing um to hospital for his mri and uh, his um, x-ray and then his orthopedics he yeah. just gave diagnosis mm-hmm. of uh, you know it it could could be due to um, excessive chelation, mm-hmm. which led to bone mm-hmm. demineralization or um, it could have been due to perthes disease avascular necrosis which you figured out later that it could be due to Lyme disease, correct, and, um, that was the, you know, um, that was the high point, and fortunately, after a few days, I had consultation with you regarding Ahmad, and, um, and, and literally by that time, till now, uh, there's no going back, like, uh, it's, I, I must say that it's a very small step ahead but it's never going back like it's in ascending order never descending right so right. I'm,
0: if I may you know. sorry if I may So uh, you know just so that people uh, understand I uh, you know I'd like to recap just a little bit. So y- you you started chelation with him pretty early on and you saw some uh, benefit. Uh, words did come in, but but you know uh, it was gibberish. But he it, there was some verbal. I I remember that from from my son uh, Brian's journey as well. And then after that, you found a worsening of his gut health. But yes, you know, right, yeah. And then you heard about BioNexus, um, uh, and naturopathic herbal approach. And uh, yes, I, I do remember you mentioning his, uh, you know, his uh, Emmett's right leg, because we had that issue with uh, Brian's left leg paralysis, excruciating pain in his entire pelvis. And, you know, he ended up in a wheelchair because of that. And I remember what I had explained to you was, you know, we were, um, we saw 19 specialists actually, are and uh, including pediatric oncologist, and who thankfully gave us the all clear. Uh, we did have numerous X-rays. Unfortunately, I wish uh, you know I had known better, but we, we, we had numerous X-rays just to rule out Perthes disease, you know, kind kind of monitor. But it it wasn't Perthes disease. Then, uh, as a diagnosis of exclusion, we were given. Uh, the CRMO diagnosis, chronic relapsing multifocal osteomyelitis, uh, and turns yeah. out, yeah, because the, uh, the entire pelvis uh, upon imaging, it, well, you know, we did uh, a, a 3.5 Tesla MRI on him to, to get a good visual. And uh, we saw a lot of exudate, a lot of inflammation, pus, uh, fibrosis, in the entire pelvis, you know, his hip range of motion on both sides was almost negligible, excruciatingly uh, painful at, at that time. So, yeah, I, I mean, Ahmed's case uh, did remind me of Brian. Did, yeah. yeah. So, so you, uh, we, we started him on a customized, no, actually first we did lots, lots of lab tests, right?
1: yes yes and that showed a lot of mycotoxins and glyphosate toxicity and that was like um, literally it was more than 95 percentile the glyphosate Glyphosate. toxicity yes yeah too high like um, and other lab testing was also very bad you know I must say that um, his whole his whole health was not improved even after chelation I'm I don't think so that it it had helped him, like uh, I think it was. Uh, I was giving him too much, but that was that was in haphazard fashion. The best thing about uh, joining you and continuing with you was that everything was very much planned, and you always um, you always um, think of giving everything at a certain time, you know, um, it wasn't like a, a chelation at the first spot. And then you are going to manage the gut, like gut was managed at first, all the nutrition part. And then I remember anti-inflammatory and uh, organ support and then antimicrobials. And I was very smooth and that was very uh, easy for us for, uh, as a parent to continue that, uh, journey and to continue the medication like that.
0: Yes. So it it made sense that it was, you know, structured step by step. Yeah, I know that that is something that is so important that you first support the body so that whatever comes later. Like you know, when we start the antimicrobials to be able to handle the infections, now these are herbal antimicrobials, you know. And and one thing one has to understand when both you and I, you and I both have have an allopathic background, and it's yeah. important to yeah, it's important to understand that when you do herbals, they go deeper and further yes. than and uh, then you know allopathic. Um, uh, antibiotics or medications. Uh, herbals can can go intracellular and it, you can certainly have uh, herxheimer or die-off reactions that can be seen. So to minimize those it's important to go step by step. Now the other thing that I find important is you know that's why I ran so many labs for you was that one has to customize the protocol to the patient, right? So we are not doing too much or too little because you know cookie cutter protocols, um uh, might end up like like for example you know there's nothing wrong with chelation you know it's 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 a beautiful protocol but um you know sometimes you can see uh see side effects like like you saw you know possible uh bone demineralization because chelation was was a little bit too much or maybe you know slightly higher dose than what should have been so i actually believe that customization um is is very important, right? What What do you think?
1: Yes, definitely, definitely. Um, I am a sufferer of haphazard protocols. Like for two and a half years. And I must say that uh, my life is at ease right now. Like, I don't have to worry when I have to increase or decrease the protocol. I just don't have to bug you all the time because you have already given me such a smooth protocol that I am very easy to use. I am a working mom right now, but all my, uh, you know, cocktails you have uh, you have told us to make and everything is so uh, organized throughout the day that I have, um, I have nothing to worry about. And it's oh, really very easy.
0: It's wonderful yes it, it's uh, very important to make the, the lives of mothers easier you know because oftentimes there are other children oftentimes you know you have a job you you are uh, a, a medical professional so obviously you know being on call etc is it's it's like it's not easy so uh, what progress in what areas have you seen you know if you can cover like language cognitive uh growth Health and wellness, immune system strength, sleep, gut health. Because I know he's improved in all those. So, if if you can, um, please elaborate.
1: Yes, uh, from past four to five months, I must say that his speech has improved a lot. Like he is now um, saying the uh, saying in phrases, short phrases. Like, um, if he wants something like, uh, initially he has just, uh, learned by heart. What is your name? My name is Amit Zan. Like he has, he, he has learned, he would have learned it by heart, but now at this point of time, uh, he has, uh, understood many concepts, you know, his cognition has improved a lot. Like if he needs something, he tries to, um, he tries to man, he tries to, you know, point, he, uh, tries to communicate verbally, most importantly, uh, like he wants. Uh, He wants to go to sleep. I want to sleep. I want water, like short phrases, but they are meaningful. Actually, that is, um, that is um, more happier uh, for me, you know, much, uh, you know, a sigh of relief for me right now. And, um, and now he uh, his fine motor skills have improved a lot. Like I have uh, noticed that like his fine motor skills, like in holding the spoon, writing with the pencil that has improved a lot. Initially, I had to struggle um, a lot with him for that. Mm-hmm. And after the fine motor skills, his speech skills, uh, his overall health has also got gotten better. Like, um, his sleep issues were uh, worse. Like uh, it was, um, like it was really hard for him, uh, for us to make him to, you know, put him to sleep. And in the middle of night, he used to be, uh, he used to be up and awake and like crying and lo- laughing for no reason like definitely para- parasitic infestation and everything um he was um he was like that uh, but now he uh, his uh, he is having a good night's sleep all uh, all night long and his eating habits are improved uh, like he is, uh, he, he was a very picky eater. Like he was aversive towards medicines and certain foods. Now he is, and, and a good thing about your protocol, the minute I started the, your protocol, he just instantly, I don't know how, but he instantly started taking that medicine like without any aversion. Like not even a single time he had aversion with your protocol medicines. Like that, that, that was a surprise for me. And uh, still now he is not having any aversion uh, with the medicine. Uh, like he uh, he is not picky like uh, some foods are his favorite but uh, whatever I feed him he just eats like a a good child he doesn't uh, throw tantrum that I want to eat I don't want to eat or this or that Uh, that that also improved uh, his bowel habits are improved as well like uh, now uh, his stool consistency and his um like he's going, he's pooping for once or twice a day, like most, mostly once a day and everything is fine now. And it's much, uh, you know, uh, managed now.
0: Okay. okay. Can you tell us how old Emma is and um, how, how is his uh, leg issue doing now?
1: No, not, not after that. Um, that was a single episode. And uh, uh, now uh, that happened. When, when he was four years old, four and a half years old, when we had a meeting with you for the first time. Now he yes. is five and out to be six years old. Like we are on protocol for like uh, 13 months, thirty to 14 months. Yes. Uh, there's no leg limp. And um, I, I didn't check the x-ray. Um, I didn't need to, but there is uh, no leg limp or um, any pain, any excruciating pain in his pelvis or leg or in discomfort. Nothing.
0: So overall, he must be uh, a pretty happy five-year-old. Overall, yeah, yes, very nice. It's it's such a heartwarming story, you know. Emmett's uh, story when when I first met you, his his medical issues, like I said, had really touched my heart because it reminded me so much of my own son. So I'm really glad to see him thriving. You know, um, one really cool thing about you, Pakiza, is that you grow your own fruits and vegetables and grains, right? You know, I mean, the the, the glyphosate toxin, which is which is a kidney toxin, immune and brain toxin, and you know, uh, also quite detrimental to the liver. Once once you saw that it was in the ninety fifth percentile for Emmet, right? I think you were like, "That's it, not happening anymore." <laughs> that that That's was very cool
1: what you did. Fantastic. Yeah, um, actually, we grew our own medicines uh, or, or our own uh, vegetables and, you know, um, fruits and grains uh, from that point of time, especially when the glyphosate came, you know, really high. And until now we are, uh, we have, we have our own land, uh, you know, in, in Pakistan, in in India, I know people have a lot of, you know, land and, but we never utilized it for the purpose of uh, growing the crops or growing our own vegetables. We used to, um, we we never used for that purpose, but after uh, this episode and after all, you know, we went all natural and herbal, we started, you know, to go as organic as possible, and for that we grew our own vegetables. Now everything is homegrown most of the time. It's homegrown, and we try, uh, you know, uh, to make everything, uh, you know, clean and less contaminated as possible. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yes. That that was another uh, you know another similarity, and and I'm glad you you were able to utilize that because yes, you know, on my farm. We grow all the medicines, fruits, etc. You know, of, of vegetables. Like we grow as much food as we can uh, here, uh, depending on um, on the grow zones. Because I'm I'm in the cold northeast environment, and you know, even with my herbal farms. So depending on on the grow zones, we we grow as much as possible of everything that we can. You know, and. Uh, neighborhood farmers are also, you know, we are, we are in, uh, the farm is in Amish country, so we have beautiful, uh, beautiful organic farms all around. So that, that, that has also been quite beneficial. You know, say, say we need uh, uh, additional uh, beeswax from, uh, because I have about 16 beehives uh depending on the year between 12 to 16 beehives you know so we get uh our own honey our own beeswax etc but but sometimes you know neighbors chip in as well with with whatever they grow so that's that's like i mean uh 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 the entire amish country here in the us in uh, lancaster pennsylvania is uh completely uh, in touch with mother nature so that has been a big blessing for us as well, you know. Um yeah. good, good. Okay, awesome. So your your life must have become easier, right? Family life must have become easier now that Emma is doing well. He, he also goes for therapies if I'm not mistaken, right?
1: Yeah, he has taken therapies um, like since he was two and a half years, like since he got diagnosis, and that that is also a separate journey, and that's a very long and tiring journey for me, you know. Um, and I must say that um, alone therapies would not have worked if I would never have used your medicine or you know your this herbal protocol. Uh, both uh, worked really coherently and in a very beautiful harmony, you know. Um, like, uh, for the therapies, I used to take him, like, uh, when he was two and a half years old, I used to take him to a city nearby me. Like, it's not it's not that, that, that near. It's like, it took me three hours drive. Oh, uh, wow. To, to, yeah. Uh, but the therapy was available over there. And then afterwards, uh, I had to stay in that city for a while as well, um, due to Ahmad's therapies. Like, for one year, I stayed in Lahore to get his therapy. And then I moved back uh, in COVID, uh, and um, and um, in during that period, I also uh, started the natural uh, naturopathic uh, medicine and herbal protocol. And since then, I have um, like for uh, seven to uh, eight months, I gave him home sessions. Like I took his sessions, ABA speech and occupational therapy. I just. Got my registered behavior technician uh, you know um, training, RBT training, and I gave him therapies myself. And, um, and from past seven to eight months, like, um, about to be one year. Oh uh, yeah. I, uh, we just opened a center in our city. Like, um, it's, it's known as basis and I, we are just, uh, very happy to provide services and therapies to our kids over there. And it's like ABA speech and OT, but, um, I think alone the therapies won't work if you have not uh, healed the child
0: right. from
1: in a. You know, and now a good news is that he's going to school as well. He's going to um, uh, mainstream school from past uh, three months.
0: Oh, that is absolutely the best news ever. I love it. So he's been mainstreamed. That wasn't so bad. I mean, you know, uh, uh, with 14 months of herbal protocol, with seeing steady major improvements. Uh, and now he's mainstream. Oh, it's many blessings to him. Wonderful, wonderful. I'm so happy. Yeah, you know, one thing that 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 you must have noticed on um, uh, on the BioNexus Herbal Protocol that I noticed, uh, and many parents report this as well. That you know, all through uh, seasonal coughs and colds, ups and downs nowadays through COVID, um, the 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 gains are maintained. Yes. And the immune system is actually giving a a really good response. You know, many kids whose families go through COVID, the children on the full herbal protocol are doing just fine.
1: Yes, yes. Like, it's just a normal cough or flu for them. Like, it's not not like a COVID-COVID. Like, um, um uh, it's just like a normal flu. Uh, earlier he used, he, for one year he, he didn't get fever, but he was fatigued and feverish every 15 days. Like every fortnight he was having a, a body uh, fatigue and oh, wow. like fever, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, uh, since we started the protocol, uh, it never happened
0: like that, yeah. yeah. It is absolutely amazing what, what, you know, uh, proper, customized, targeted herbal medicine can do for you. You know, it's just, I'm so glad. I'm so happy for Ahmed. And I'm happy for you as well, you know, from one mother to another, from one autism mom to another. Yes. Yeah.
1: Good. Thank you so much, Dr. Jodi. Thank you so much.
0: Absolutely. Uh, It's it's been um, an an honor and a privilege to be able to help children in uh, so many different countries. I think it is more than 73 countries now. It's just been phenomenal. Yeah. Good. So, you know, uh, now that you you mentioned uh, you have a therapy center as well. Uh, Now, as you may know, I'm also... um, Uh, neurosensory integration certified, right, as as part of my doctorate. And, you know, uh, and we have also discussed the specific regions in the gray matter and white matter that are involved with underlying tick-borne infections, and uh, not just tick-borne, you know, vector-borne infections, as well as mycotoxins, right? So there are specific areas, you know, there's the amygdala, the basal ganglia, there is uh, specific regions in, in, in the occipital lobe that are involved. Now, a uh, uh, customized sensory integration program for children exposed to uh, tick-borne infections like Lyme disease, et cetera, as well as mycotoxin exposure, mold exposure, you know, a, a customized sen- sensory integration protocol works really well, you know, instead of just using a general OT approach or, or a general, you know, SPD um, approach, if, if we can customize this, I'm, I'm actually planning on coming up with a a program for families who are uh, doing therapy and for therapy professionals to be trained in uh, how to do targeted um, sensory integration as well as OT protocols, you know, because, um, when, when training a child in fine motor, there are specific things, you know, that is, um, not everything is, is upper motor neuron. Not everything is lower motor neuron. Uh, you have to know when to work with the child on fine motor, gross motor skills, depending on what region of the brain might be involved. You know, basal ganglia, as you know, are involved in voluntary and involuntary movements as well. So I think the, the next revolutionary step for therapies in autism would be to customize the therapies to the child.
1: That would be amazing. I think yeah. we should all take lessons from you in that regard. And uh, I, I must um, I must say that it would also be you know uh, as organized as your protocols. like it would be also step by step.
0: Yes, it will be. thank you for that, yes, because that is the way to keep things organized, structured, and easy for the administering professional as well as for the child as well. you know, and then you'll see the biggest bang for your buck because many parents spend a lot of resources on, Uh, on therapies and when they know that the therapies, first of all, when they know that the director of the therapy place knows what is actually going on in in the child's brain and is is able to tailor the the protocol, not only based on general sensory integration principles, but based on specific scientific evidence-based information that is available to uh, what kind of uh, uh, gray matter and white matter damage is seen with the underlying issues in in, in, in children on the spectrum. Yes, so that is going to be the future, I think, uh, of therapies for autism.
1: Yes, definitely. Specifically targeting those areas of brain would be much helpful, yeah.
0: Yes, yeah. That brings us to the close of um, this episode of Autism Uprooted. I hope it has been helpful, inspirational and educational as well. I think it's pretty cool how uh, Pakiza's family, you know, grows their own organic uh, fruits, vegetables, even grains. That is just uh, so amazing. I think she is such um, an amazing person, physician, mom. Um, and I'm, I'm so glad we had the opportunity to hear her side of the story. So I'm, I'm um, happy that you were able to join me here today. And I look forward to seeing you at the next episode. Bye for now. Namaste. Thank you for joining Master Herbalist Dr. Jodi Dashaw, Director of the BioNexus Health Clinic and BioNexus Herbals, on the BioNexus Health Podcast, where we explore and share information and stories about recovering and healing from chronic and environmental illnesses such as mold biotoxin illness, Lyme disease, autism spectrum disorder, fatigue, Crohn's and colitis, mast cell activation syndrome, PANS, and more. Please help us grow our message by subscribing to our podcast channel and sharing the podcast on your social networks. For more information, visit BionexusHealth.com
1: information within this video audio or text collectively known as the podcast has not been reviewed by the fda nothing within the podcast is intended as or should be construed as medical advice information is for general informational and educational purposes only consumers of the podcast should consult with their healthcare practitioners for medical recommendations seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider Do not disregard the advice of a healthcare provider based on any information from the podcast. The information within the podcast may contain information concerning dietary supplements or over-the-counter products that are not drugs. Our dietary supplement products are not intended for use as a means to cure, treat, prevent, diagnose, or mitigate any disease or other medical or abnormal condition.